Hello, you're listening to Earth Matters. Earth Matters brings you environment and social justice stories. Today's story was produced in the studios of Radio 2XX, Canberra, on the lands of Ngunnawal and Ngambri peoples for Radio 3CR in Melbourne, Wurundjeri country, and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm back, Horridge. On the 26th of January at the Aboriginal Tent Embassy in Canberra, in a yurt with the rain pouring down, I interviewed three women from Willora. It's a small town just off the Stuart Highway, 250 kilometres north of Alice Springs. The women are from the Kadich Aboriginal group in Central Australia and are raising the alarm again about the uranium and other dirty solutes in their boar drinking water. The 90th anniversary of the Coniston Massacre was commemorated in August 2018. The massacre was Australia's last state-sanctioned mass killing and Aboriginal leaders are calling for a National Day of Remembrance, like Anzac Day, to commemorate massacres of Indigenous people. The Coniston Massacre spilt blood and lives for two weeks of hunt and kill from the 14th of August to the 18th of October 1928 near the Coniston Cattle Station in Northern Territory, Australia. People of the Walbury and Maytier and Kadich groups were killed. The massacre occurred in revenge for the death of dingo hunter Frederick Brooks, killed by Aboriginal people in August 1928 at a place now known as Yokuru. Historians find that at least 60 and as many as 110 Aboriginal men and women were killed. The Walpuri, Amatjera and Kadich believe that up to 170 died and the loss of so many people has long been a cause of deep sadness to Aboriginal people in the region. Now the battle for survival continues as clean drinking water is a major concern in the region. Ten months ago, articles in The Guardian and The Australian informed the nation that there were unsafe levels of contaminants in the water of several communities in central Australia, the central desert communities of Laramba, Willora and Willaura. We can't afford to drag this on any longer. People's lives are at risk, said John Patterson, chief executive of the Aboriginal Medical Services Alliance of the NT back then. And the Aboriginal Medical Service Alliance also asked for more transparency and openness about the testing results and consequences with affected communities, including whether alternative drinking water sources were needed and who would supply them. The Central Land Council Director David Ross said successive Northern Territory governments had failed to address the problems, which had been going on for a long time, and he called on the Northern Territory Government to present its Land and Sea Action Plan, how it plans to improve water quality and availability in remote communities. Thanks to the ABC for that background information. Well, power and water do measure the levels of uranium and many other things for the drinking water in the remote communities it is responsible for supplying clean drinking water to. In their 2017 drinking water report, communities with maximum uranium levels greater than... 0.017 0.017 in drinking water were Willora, Laramba and Willaura. Now, according to Power and Water, uranium occurs as three naturally occurring isotopes and under appropriate conditions can become soluble and therefore present in a region's groundwater. The transport of uranium in groundwater varies widely according to the aquifer conditions. 
and uranium may also be present in the environment as a result of mine tailings and the use of phosphate pesticides. Power and Water is investigating economically viable options to achieve uranium concentrations and projects are being prioritised based on the IES Safe Water Strategy. And yet still, here it is, April 2019, and nothing has been done. There's been no change to the water at Wallora, at least. Hello, I'm Rebecca Ngamana from North Palo Springs. I'm Katie Gilawara family, and this is my mum, Janie, she's Katie, and my sister, Christine Huare. And language and and um I'm gonna uh and we drinking um uh water that's not good enough for us for drinking. It's got too much um calcium and uh, and that saltiness taste. Been drinking that for a long time. But um we have asked um, people around if we could get a good water into our community for us to drink. We've been asking them to give us rainwater tanks. And it's not only that, it's right across our land, the Kadich land, that um, bad water that we drink. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back water with my brother. I'm no good for us. Yeah. Right now, thank for for water. We end up rainwater. Rainwater. Yeah. Rainwater tank for rainwater, and we don't like tap water. What now, Cut the thing. Taste, taste, taste. Taste, taste. Taste, taste. Taste, taste. Taste, Yeah, Taste, no good. Yeah, we get sick stomach. Yeah. Taste, everybody been tell us that water is no good. Taste, Yeah, pool water. We got pool water. Poor. That's what we don't want. That we've been trying long time for rainwater tank, and uh, they want to fill it up water for us, long fresh rainwater. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking. One one of the things that I did, I went to the Chief Minister of Northern Territory and left a note with him and say, look, come on, you've got to start looking at the, the water down in the centre there, especially around where my mob are, you know, Cadage mob. Um, apparently, Power and Water does um, um, go out and do readings for a long, long time. They go out every... They've been doing that for a while, but nobody's talking to them because our mob are getting sick. Um couple of our brothers are in hospital you know we don't know what come out of this water this water apparently has uranium in it and um, people have um, been talking about it there were a report done but it's all kept away from the people 
there's no shop close by. We in town might go and buy one of those bottles of um, water. Might cost us $12 or something, $7 to $12 or something. But out where they live, they could go and purchase a bottle of water for $34 or something, which is ridiculous because um, what, what we're trying to do and speaking to you, Beck, I, you know, I appreciate this. I just hope um, people um, out there in the... We can go on, it's all right. A bit of rain noise is all right. Right. Yeah, so what you know, like speaking to you, we might find some people out there who might donate. We've got 20, about 24 houses, it's only a little community. What's the name of the community? The community is Walora Station. Um, what's, I want it, what's it near? It's about 295 north of Alice Springs, and it's about two or three k's off the main, main north road. I spoke to Warren Snowden, um, who's the senator for Northern Territory. Asked him to see what he can do. Um, he sent out his secretary, and they working on something. We've got to fast forward and start finding water tanks for these people, because you know they can talk, they can discuss. They can do the readings and whatnot, but in the meantime, while we're drinking clean water, my family out there are drinking water with uranium in it. I don't know what the reading is, but it needs to be... Um, the Australian newspaper done, done a story on the uranium in the waters in other surrounding communities as well. So we need water tanks to be, um, yeah, to collect all this rain and whatever because to help, to help them from um, tummy ache and cancer and all those um, sickness that our mob, nobody's um, went out there and had a look and medical, medically we don't know where and that needs to be researched as well, you know. So somebody needs to go out there quickly because Everybody's, not everybody, but most of the people are now starting to get the sickness from drinking that water for over, you know, since they had that community there. And we can't ignore it because if that was a, a white community, you know, that'd be on to it straight away, you know. You're with Earth Matters today, hearing the concerns of three women from Willora just off the Stewart Highway north of Alice Springs, where there are high concentrations of uranium in their drinking water supply. Could it be that because this is a remote area community, the government doesn't really want to provide services, leaving the land empty and more able to be exploited by mining companies? I'm Beck Horridge. The next song was recorded around the fire a few years ago on a farm where protesters against the Whitehaven coal mine were gathered.
from a company or um, a particular mining or anything like that it's just in the rocks well, it's no. the, the, the people don't know where it's come from it's just that we're looking at the sickness that's coming from it and then we we know that it's not not good drinking water you know and they're not telling the people who's they yeah. when you say the that? government whoever's right. researching mm-hmm. power and water's been out there for a long time mm-hmm. you know going out there doing reading mm-hmm. the medical medicals um, Health department is not going out there looking at what mm-hmm. sickness and where is this all going. We need somebody to come and have a look at mm-hmm. at that as well. You know, this is not a Mickey Mouse thing that mm-hmm. we're talking about. It is. It's the people who's now getting sick and they do need clean mm-hmm. water. I hear you. You know. Mm. Yeah. Any other issues? I mean, I know there's heaps, but to do with country. Well, at the moment, um, they're saying that birds and animals and that because of the heat but we can't you know um, fix yeah. that but the animals are coming into the community and falling down you know you're seeing um, that yeah my, my our sister-in-law mm. said they mm. went to buy some food and that or fuel up get petrol for the car and birds were falling off the thing and and birds are coming in and just dropping because of the heat and that but I've then kangaroos and all mm. and um that's kangaroo yeah the women from Melora are concerned about a proposed mining project at Mike Peak, a vanadium mine and pig iron, vanadium being one of the contenders in the race for market share of battery making. The proposed infrastructure corridor for the vanadium mine passes 10 kilometres south of Melora Aboriginal community and the transport corridor is 20 kilometres south of the community. The women that I interviewed said they feel locked out of decision-making process about the mine and that they are concerned that it will affect groundwater in the area, including possibly their own fragile groundwater systems. In its assessment of the Mount Peak project, the Northern Territory Environment Protection Authority acknowledges that groundwater in the area is a scarce and valuable resource and the proposed bore field for the Mount Peak mine would extract water from a groundwater resource that is poorly understood. And there is uncertainty around the potential impacts of the extraction of groundwater on dependent vegetation. They request the establishment of baselines, close monitoring and up-to-date modelling of the aquifers including the production of a plan to manage water over the life of the mine. And also there's a mine out there, Mount Peak Mine. Once that's been dug up, there's no consultation on, on the aftermath or whatever. There's titanium and something. And, and Yeah. And iron. And iron, yeah. you know. The directors that they um, put in from other clan groups 
and they don't look at um, the main family for that area to become as a director, you know, to work with them. Feel like for us family that we don't have any say against that mine. And that's really disrespecting the, the people around that area, like three old ladies who are bosses for that place, you know? Mm. And, and, and it's just gotten, got that way where there's family arguing and they're arguing over royalty, not looking at, at the damage this mine is going to be causing. It's, it's already, you know, drinking water that's got uranium in. Once this mine is open, that money that they get from royalty is only going to be around for 24 hours. They're going to spend all that royalty money. In the meantime, in the long term, there's going to be sickness and death that comes with it. Do you want to go on? I remember once in Halls Creek in the hall there after a barbecue, there was a man playing the didge and someone singing and I said, what do the words mean? It was so beautiful. And the words was, water is good, water is good. Any comments about water and your connection to water? Water, water is survival, water is gold when you go out there. Water is the main source out there, out, out in the country, you know. And soakage water, you know, that has to continue too. And for food, yeah. Yeah, water, we need water, you know, because um, we need our food, you know, that um, the water that makes it, our plants, seeds, green, yeah, yeah, seeds, yeah. You know, certain plants, the animals that eat, if without water, there's nothing, you know. We've got to have water because even the animals are giving up and that's sad to see, you know. And you can't eat a, um, a turkey or anything, now, um, bush turkey, because... He's thirsty, he's perishing. Uh -huh. So, you know, it's just like us, you know, we're weak and, and, and sickness and we can't kill that animal poor thing because he's weak and sick too. Mm -hmm. Hey. I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the um, power to use kwaja for him up to drink out of tap. But when we got water kwaja around our creeks and our water holes, you know, that's free for us. We can go and drink kwaja out of it any time. And with, um, with, and when we get our supplies up and from bore, you know, they they talk about, you know, they think about waste and all that, quiet water and all. So when we got um, free water around our country, that's why, you know, we got plenty of water for our animals and plants to survive and ourselves too. Only Janie, what's the uh, word for water in Kadish? Yeah, you're right. What's the word for water in Kadish? Amba, amba. Amba, amba. 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 That's a different, interesting. Amba. I have to practice that one. Amba. Get it there. Okay. Get it in a minute. 
அன்புன அசைமா அன்பா அஞ்சரல்ல அஞ்சரல்ல When when I seen all the trucks with hay being shipped out to to the animals on on people's farms and that it really you know it's really touching to see all that that's real you know where they saying that there's no food out there for the cattle and that on the flip side of that these are the people in my mob you know on on the country needs water needs and I was thinking if if seeing all that hay being taken out and i you know i take my hat off to all those people who organize that i'd like to see trucks go out there with 24 rain tanks rainwater tanks and be hitched up to the houses where all this water with uranium in it be sent out there so please out there can somebody out there help my mob with water tanks even if it's only those small ones that's a start you know mm. because the northern territory government um will just delay and delay and delay northern territory government and state it's a very toxic state as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. and you and i say that all the time i say <laughs> that all the time um somebody back in alice springs at a at a rally said Northern Territory is a toxic state, and when you look at it, I was thinking I like that line on how we, um, because everybody's in there and everybody wants to, and I mean everybody, like the ministers in that, um, can see what the problems are. We've got leaders in there, but they're looking after their own affairs. In the meantime, people out in the community um, are not being represented or not seen. You know that saying. seen not seen and not be heard or whatever yeah that sort of stuff and the northern territory government needs shaking up mm-hmm. and if the australian people can help um my mob with with tanks we'll not show them up but we got a lot of human people out there you know human beings with heart where i think people in politics don't have that that's what's missing there is no heart in politicians and they will just continue talking and um and talking and talking and we know within australia there is a lot of people out there with heart who will look into this sort of thing you know yeah but you can read about it we need to find out what um the readings are there has been research around the um uranium not only in Wallora community but surrounding um communities as well well the call of the women of willora has been answered a yarning circle was called in victoria to launch a fundraiser to get water tanks and a filtration system for willora the event was a big success here's mercedes fundraising organizer 
My name is Mercedes Zanker and I've been working with the families at Willora in the central desert with issues regarding their water quality. Willora's water is contaminated. The level of contamination is in violation of at least six of the criteria set out by the Australian Drinking Water Guidelines. In particular, the water shows high levels of uranium and chloride, according to the latest results published in 2017. The results indicate that uranium has been present for a decade, and during that time there has been no engagement with the community about the potential risks or any solutions. Due to the inaction, we've decided to launch a chuffed crowdfunding campaign to raise money for the community-led purchase and installation of water filtration systems and water tanks. We are already in the process of engagement with a company that can provide the systems required that are appropriate for the central desert conditions. The campaign can be found at chuffed.org forward slash project forward slash willora hyphen water. Willora is spelled W-I-L-O-R-A. You can also find us on Facebook at Willora Quadra. That's W-I-L-O-R-A space K-W-A-T-Y-E to keep updated about the project and the campaign. Thanks for your support. You've been listening to Earth Matters. This edition of Earth Matters was produced for Radio 3CR in Melbourne on Wiradjuri country and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Broadcasting Federation for their generous financial support. And if you'd like to get in touch with Earth Matters team, you can email us at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page on Earth Matters 3CR Radio or follow us on Twitter at Earth M Radio. If you'd like to listen to or share editions of Earth Matters, you can find this and all the Earth Matters podcasts at 3cr.org.au forward slash Earth Matters. That's all for today's show. Thanks so much for sharing this time with us. The Earth Matters team will be back next week with more environmental and social justice stories from all over this beautiful blue planet. And now Blue King Brown with water.